So we're in, in the middle of the Hakdama, the introduction of the Sefer Sidur Shal Shabbos, the magnum opus, really, of Shabbos. If anybody wants to see and experience what Shabbos looks like on the inside, in the, in the life of a tzaddik, that's really what this, uh, what this Sefer is about. So we're up to... I'm going to read some more in the Sefer, and then we'll, we'll talk about some of the things, that, the, the concepts in here outside. And feel free to jump in if anybody has a, a comment or a question, by all means. Amnam, he says, we're up to, to the letter Bays in the Hakdama. Hatoy v'asher matzosi ra'isi v'hevanti yekor teferes marganisa tovet de'ispa. He says, I want you to know that the, good, the goodness that I found, that I came to understand of that beautiful diamond, of that beautiful gem, and the good that, that is in it, that beautiful gem being Shabbos, that matana toiva, that present that Hashem gave us, that has no flaws in it. He says, and this is what I discovered. This is what I discovered about Shabbos, he says. Ki mavad mashemeyor ha-Shabbos ha-Adam, not just or separate from the fact that Shabbos, the, the light of Shabbos, can influence a person who watches over Shabbos. The person who watches over Shabbos has some kind of uh, protection or some kind of hashbah, some kind of influence from, that Shabbos has over him or her. That it's not just that Shabbos can contain us and hold us throughout the six days of the week. And that Shabbos can also somehow influence and affect the beauty of our lives and specifically in helping us deal with our Yetzirahs. Which, which is what I, what I want to get into today and talk about, what that means, how Shabbos can have an effect on the Sahara. But he says it's not just that. It's not just that Shabbos can have an effect on the Sahara. Rak, afgam Shabbos, imim noyam achar noyam. He says Shabbos is not, doesn't just influence your Sahara. It doesn't just affect you if you keep it. It's not just a transactional thing that if you do Shabbos, Shabbos will do you. It's more than that. He says that the, that the, the, the ability to experience the beauty of Shabbos can give us noyam achar noyam, that's joy after joy after joy. It's, it's, it's revolutions of joy, more joy, exponential joy, and, it, and it, it grows on itself. It's not a static thing. The, the joy of Shabbos is not static. It's exponential. The potential to tune in is on all levels. That every time and every moment of Shabbos, a person, a person can tune in to the goodness that Shabbos has. And by doing that, the Yira, 
the awe that we can experience with Hashem will be on our faces for all the six days of the week. That somehow, by tuning in to the beauty of what Shabbos is, by connecting to the or and to the sweetness, by experiencing Shabbos, somehow that will influence me and, and not just hold me, it's not just a, like, like, like I said, it's not, just, it's not just a transaction that if you do Shabbos, Shabbos will do you, but it's much more than that. It's somehow the, the, the beauty of Shabbos transforms me in a way that allows me to deal with my Sahara and, and it somehow can affect and should affect, as we'll see in a few minutes, it should affect my, my connection to God throughout the whole week. So that we don't somehow when I do an Avera, somehow it destroys my Shabbos. Shabbos and the six days of the week are not disconnected from each other. It's not that you have six days of the week and then you have Shabbos and then you have the six days of the week. But a week is comprised of the six days and Shabbos and then the six days after Shabbos. So that each Shabbos has two, two uh, six days of the week, one before it, one after it. The one before this Shabbos, if I, if I all the Averis that I do over this week, all the sins that I do over this week, all the ways in which I break myself and I am not myself, those things will, will break my upcoming Shabbos. And the more that I am able to experience and taste the beauty of a Shabbos, then the more the next week is going to be influenced by Shabbos. So there's this really very sweet and beautiful um, process, a dynamic, a relationship between the six days of the week and Shabbos. Like we said last week, that the six days of the week are comprised of six days that I am creator, that Hashem has chosen me to be creator, that, that the world is being created as we speak. It's not simply a static thing that Hashem said it and forget it. Hashem created the six days of the week in a fashion that life is continuously creating itself. And who are the creators of life itself? Me and you. Every, every yid, every, every human being, really every yid, Every Jewish person is a part of the process of creation. We are all in the midst of creation. And since we're all in the midst, the midst of creation, the six days of the week are not six days that God created the world, but they are six days that God and, and Claudia Searle are creating the world. It's an act. It's an active state of creating, not creation. Or created, I mean to say. Yes, somebody wanted to ask a question. Go ahead. Um, okay, so I wasn't sure if you typed like ask questions. It's the type. Okay. It's like every other share, it's the type. Right. Um, it's, I like the concept. The thing is, it also has like a very big responsibility because sometimes you want things to flow one from the next if things are going well, but if they're not, you want to break it somehow. You want them to be separate. So how do you... How does someone like 
that like be okay with that also because like we know we're not always perfect during the week we're on Shabbos and then if it affects it it's so much harder to break out of that so as can, can you I want to answer your question but I want to read more and 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 because I think the answer the answer to your question is uh is the, the answer to your question is chuva. And that's and that's that's one of the one of the uh, there's many different mamari chazal, but one of the mamari chazal uh, connects tshuva to erev Shabbos, and that there's there's some Indian that on erev Shabbos before Shabbos a person does tshuva, and that somehow there's a there's a, a time that's misugal by Kabbalah Shabbos to do tshuva. That's why we have six six capital of sixth excuse me, six chapters of Tehillim before L'chadaydi. And those six chapters represent the six days of the week. And one of the understandings of, that, of the connection is that each one of those, you have the ability to be thankful to Hashem for each one of the six days of your past week, but also you have the ability to do tshuva on all the things you experienced over the six days of the week. So you have a built-in plan to be able to do tshuva. That, that Kabbalah Shabbos, because Kabbalah Shabbos really happens when, you, when we say Bayi B'Shalom. So to the end of Kabbalah Shabbos, the end of Kabbalah Shabbos is really Kabbalah Shabbos. So the preparation for Kabbalah Shabbos is those six chapters of Tehillim. Those six chapters of Tehillim, each one corresponds to another one of the six days of the week. And that's how we, we kind of keep the flow going. So we have a built-in process of doing tshuva. One of the first things I ever heard from Shlomo Kabach that was not uh, that was not singing was him him saying this. It was a very very deep vart. It was a really beautiful vart. He said, "Why do you turn around by Bayu Shalom? Why does the whole everybody turns around if you're in shul? You see it, and the whole shul turns around, which generally makes the latecomers feel on on you know." Uh, frightened because if you walk in right, you know, right before Vayibushalam, everybody turns around and sees who's standing in the back. But the Shlomo says that you turn around by Vayibushalam because you're turning around on the six days of the week. You're turning your back on the six days of the week and you're saying, God, I let, I let it go. It's not, it's not part of me anymore. I, I let it go. I, I just want to be with you. I, I'm letting go of everything that, that happened over the six days of the week. So we have the ability to start fresh. But it's built in. It's built in. It's part of the dynamic. But the, 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 the way that I, that I am destroying myself during the six days of the week, as, as you know, everything, everything here in, in this shiurim is all about focusing on the subjective experience of the human being and not necessarily the objective results of what we do. So if we're doing an Avera, yes, we're destroying things in the world, but we're destroying ourselves. So the more we are not ready for Shabbos, the more we are destroying ourselves during the six days of the week, the less we have the ability to tap into Shabbos. Go ahead, what were you going to say? So I have two other questions. Um, one, what are the two paragraphs after L'Chadobi? If the other ones represent the six days of the week. We're, 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 we'll get there. We'll okay. get there, Meretz Hashem, later on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then what if someone doesn't have a good Shabbos, then how can they, I guess, do tshuva on that afterwards? Well, you always, that, I mean, that's the beauty of tshuva. You, you can really always do tshuva. There's always a capacity for starting 
we're starting things anew. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, uh, the, we'll go through the whole structure of Shabbos, I think, and, and, and you'll get to see what the different parts of Shabbos are. Uh, Havdalah, Havdalah also is like, um, I forgot who said this, I, I just heard this in the last few months, that Havdalah is like making Kiddush on the, on the six days of the week. It's like, you know, you're entering the six days of the week, you have to kind of make Kiddush on the six days of the week. So there's a whole, a whole thing. I think, I think he talks about the way the, the way the six days of the week really connect uh, to Shabbos. You have the Wednesday of each week goes through Tuesday of the week after, like really, really the first day of the week. I mean, the first day of the week of creation is Sunday, but, but another way of looking at it is that the first day of the week is Wednesday. Wednesday is day one, two, three, four, five, until you get to Tuesday night, and then you start the cycle again. So that in a way, Shabbos is smack in the middle of the week. And then, then you have the ability to kind of go up the mountain to Shabbos and then come down the mountain from Shabbos and then go up the mountain from Shabbos to Shabbos and down. Okay. You're welcome. So what we're talking about is, is that there's this dynamic between the six days of the week and Shabbos. And, and so the more, the more that I'm able to retain my own kalim, the more I'm able to retain my own self and I'm able to be my own self, the more I can get from Shabbos. And the more that I tune in to the beauty of Shabbos, the more I'll be able to be influenced for the six days of the week to not do, uh, to not do different averas. So that's what the, the Pasuk says. You should keep my Shabbosos and my Kodesh you should, be, you should be fearful of. Why does it say two Shabbosos? Why does it say my Shabbosos? It doesn't say my Shabbos. Kaloimar. You should have two Shabbosos that you are able to keep the same way. What does that mean? If you can keep two Shabbosos, that means you can go from Shabbos, Shabbos Parshas Chayesara, the Shabbos Parshas told us, and the week that's in between the two Shabbosos, one is influenced by the Shabbos before by Chayesara, and one is a preparation for Shabbos Toldos, and nothing happens during the week that ruins both the previous Shabbos, meaning you, you've been influenced by the previous Shabbos, and you could prepare. That means you're not doing Averas, and you could connect and, and be connected to the next Shabbos. So then you have two Shabbosos that you are able to be Mekayim, Shava, in the same way. Amarakasa, the Pasuk says, Umikdashi Tiro, Shatiro Bimehachol, you should you you should you should be fearful, but it means you should be in awe during the during the weekday. Shalitaivad Vyufsad Mikemal Kalpanamakdushim Shabasa Avar. You shouldn't lose whatever influence you had from the Shabbos that passed. If you could keep, retain what you got from this past Shabbos, then Hashem will give you the ability to prepare for next Shabbos. 
The Our our Rabbanim have have given us this remez. The Gemara says, If if Klal Yisrael were to keep two Shabbasos, miyad nigalen, right away we would have Geula. Geula will come when Klal Yisrael keep two Shabbasos. Many of you might have heard that this Gemara mentioned that if there's two Shabbases in the world that the entire world doesn't do any, or the entire Jewish nation doesn't do any averas, then Mashiach will come. That like there's some like formula or segula like that. So he's saying that's not what it means. It means like this: If a person, if Klal Yisrael, if the whole nation of Klal Yisrael can have the Kedusha of two Shabbosos be the same, and that means, you don't, you're, you're not mechalel the Kedusha of Shabbos during the week. That means that you are influenced by Shabbos to not sin during the week. And your week is building your kalim for Shabbos. And the, the sins, the acts of the previous shop of the previous days of the week, don't don't destroy yourself so that you're you're missing out on the ability to tune into Shabbos. Then you'll have a perfect six days of the week. And then that means that since you are a creator, since I am a creator. If I have a good six days of the week, then that means that I have created during the six days of the week in the right way. And that means I've created the world in the six days of the week. The six days of this week is created perfectly. And if then Mashiach will come right away. Because you had Shabbos, the six days of the week, Nothing was destroyed. There was no, there was no Chilul Shabbos. There was no Chol, right? Chilul Shabbos and Chol are, have the same letters. To Chal, to, to destroy, to create a Chalal, to destroy, that means to create a, 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 an empty hole. If we don't have that, if there's no empty hole created, that means that we have created perfectly. We as human beings have created, to, in conjunction with God, we've created perfection. And then, then, Geula will happen right away. Because the, the, a, a fixed, a transcended, a, a, a complete building of the six days of the week is the purpose of creation. Like the Zara Kaddish teaches us, Ad the Ischaze Akeshes Begavna Nihirin, the Isnihir La Alma, when a rainbow will shine with all of its colors and it will shine across the whole world, Ukidain Titsapi Laragli the Meshicha. In that time, when a rainbow, this is what the language of the Zara, the beauty, it's, the, it's a beautifully poetic. Um, uh, say for desire. <clears throat> when a rainbow will shine with all of its colors bright and it will shine across the whole world, then in that moment you know you're, 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 you're sitting literally on the, the, the heels of Mashiach. Then you know you should wait. Right then and there you should wait for Mashiach. What does that mean? What does it mean that a rainbow, a beautiful rainbow that shines all over the world? 
כי קשס הוא בחינס היום השישי. קשס, a rainbow, is related to the six days of the week. Related to the sixth day of the week. שהוא כנגד בחינס יוסף הצדיק, שנאמר בו ותשב ועשן קשתי. That the bracha that Yaakov gave, gave Yosef is that Yosef should be like a keshes. Let's just explain that what, what that means. When, Mashiach, when, when, when Hashem brought the marble and he destroyed all that he had created in the six days of the week, and he revealed a new world after that destruction, he came to Noach and he said to Noach, I'm going to give you a sign that I'll never do that again. And that's the sign of, of the keshes, of the rainbow. Because the definition of a rainbow means it's Hashem's way of signifying to us that the kiyom of the world is not going anywhere. The existence of the world is not going anywhere. Yes, it's true. We were all taught that you're not supposed to look at a, a rainbow because a rainbow uh, somehow signifies to us that Hashem wanted to destroy the world. But on the flip side of that is, a rainbow is a beautiful sign that Hashem says, I, I am maintaining the existence of the world. So if a rainbow is there and it's full, and it's, it's in, all of its in all of its colors, it's dazzling the sky, and it's shining brightly, and the whole world can see it, then you know that Hashem is expressing to the world that Mashiach is right here. More than that, a keshes is connected to the Bechina of Yosef Tzadik. If you remember, we, we talked once about, a few times about the Sphiros, that there are seven, there are seven Midos of Hashem. There's Chesed, Gvura, Netzach, I'm sorry, there's Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Hoi, Nisoyed, and Malchus. And each one of those are connected to seven, the seven great leaders that are called our seven shepherds. And that is Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, Yosef, and David. Yosef being the sixth one, the sixth day. The rainbow is connected to the sixth day, that's Friday. The seven days of the week are, are also the number seven, that's connected to the seven, the seven midos, the seven spheros, which are the seven tzaddikim that we just mentioned. So the sixth day of the week is Yosef. Yosef, Yosef, his father gave him a bracha by Berchus Yaakov that he should be like a keshes, a bow. So he's connecting rainbow and a bow, and he's saying the sixth day of the week is connected to a rainbow. You following all the connections? Everything's connected? Okay. Al-Kain. Bahatikun shal kol Therefore, the tikkun, the fulfillment of all of the six days of creation until the sixth day, and including the sixth day, which includes the creation of man, because that's man's job. Man's job is to be a, is to be a partner in creating the world. Then the rainbow will shine with the beauty of the six days of the week. So a, a rainbow that shines in the sky contains in it each one a different color representing the different days of the week. Uh, uh, when, what the, what the, the way he's translating it is what the Zayar Kaddish is saying is that when the six days of the week are shining 
brightly in the sky, then, then that means that we have, cre we have created the six days of the week in perfection. Then you should wait. You should, you should, you should kind of open your door and, and take your bag out and wait for Mashiach to come. Then right away you'll have a geula. So now he's connecting this that the Zara said about the rainbow and this that we just said about the Gemara and Shabbos about Klaus or keeping two Shabbosos. He's saying they're really the same thing. That the, the, the completion of the six days of the week is connected to my ability to connect one Shabbos to the next Shabbos. My ability to connect one Shabbos to the next Shabbos means that I'm able to take the influence that I experience on Shabbos, the beauty that I experience on one Shabbos, the menucha, the sweetness, the Gashmias, the Ruchnias, all of it, I can take Shabbos and I can make it into the six days of the week. And that I don't sink during the six days of a week to, the, to a level where I am rejecting the influence that Shabbos had on me. And I don't break myself in a way where I can't be preparing for the next Shabbos of the week. And so here we have <clears throat> the entirety of what of really what life is about and what the world is waiting for in the coming of Mashiach. We're waiting for that rainbow to appear in the sky, the rainbow which which has each color representing a different day of creation, that represents a different media, that represents a different opportunity for me to express myself into the world, to fix the world, to fix myself, to grow myself, to tune into the essence of who I am. Each day is a different opportunity for me to do that. And we have Shabbos, which is the, the, the place that we, we gather all of the strength. It's the time that we, we kind of hibernate, where we tune in to all the potential energy that we need to express ourselves. And we unfold that, we express that during the six days of the week. And the more that Shabbos can influence the six days of the week, the more the six days of the week will, will, will be about creation and not about destruction. Before I, I go on with all of my, uh, all of my thoughts about this, I'm, I want to turn it back to, back to here, see if anybody wants to comment or, or, or share something or ask something. Um, I'll say it simply, can a person have Shabbos if they don't have the six days of the week? Sure. Unless there's more to your question, but sure. Of course there's more, but I mean, like, on every level, it seems like if the six weeks aren't Kadosh in some sense, then, like, Shabbos can't just come out of the blue. Can it? Yes. Nothing that we're saying here is, is superfluous, and nothing that we're saying here cannot be understood on every level 
where every, every person's madrega in life. And what that means is, uh, uh, let's, let's just say that a person's six days of the week are completely not from. Let's say a person during the six days of the week is completely not Shervatarimitzvah and has no connection to Judaism. And it comes to Shabbos and they, let's say they barely, they barely keep Shabbos, but they recognize something on Shabbos. They recognize one, one anything. They, they light candles or um, I happen to know a whole, a whole, a whole, it's really a whole generation of people that grew up from, that grew up religious, grew up in Jewish homes and rejected Judaism for whatever reasons, but they, they rejected much of the, most of the religion of Judaism, but they can't go without a Shabbos Chalant. And so they get together Shabbos morning um, to eat Chalant and then they go out, they go to the mall, they go to the movies, they go to the shopping, they go to the gym, whatever it is. Um, you know, those, those people that go to the gym, they go to the gym before the Chalant, but they, they put a crock pot up uh, Friday afternoon and they don't have a problem they don't have a problem going to a restaurant Friday night, but the crockpot sits up for, uh, so let's, let's talk about them. Let's talk about that situation for a moment. You can't tell me that the beauty of that Shabbos, of that experience of Shabbos, doesn't somehow transform them. You could say it, that it holds them in a certain way. You could say it keeps them connected in a certain way. You could say it influences them a certain way. Um, there's all different kinds of things, but here, what he's talking about here is when you're able to activate the energy that Shabbos has, and you're able to activate the energy that the six days of the week contain within them. But for many people, especially the, 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 those of us that are more sensitive or more the creative, passionate, emotional types. Shabbos is much easier than the six days of the week. Spirituality is much easier than the, phys the physical world. You know, most of the, most of the Bali Musr are, are talking about the angle that comes from the, 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 phys the physical material world is so much more easier to understand. The spiritual world is too abstract. But... I would imagine many of us here are coming from the other direction. The spiritual world is much easier to navigate. It's much easier to resonate with. It's much more tangible because you don't need, it doesn't require the harshness and the roughness of the material world. So if you want to know, if I can't actively bring Shabbos with me into the six days of the week, does it still apply that I could bring Shabbos into the six days of the week? And the answer is, of course, yes. Of course, yes. It could be a memory that you have of Shabbos. It could be a yearning you have for Shabbos. It could be um, a missing of Shabbos. It could be, you know, davening to have Shabbos during the six days of the week. There's all different ways that you, could, that you, can, you can tune into Shabbos during the six days of the week. But not chas v'shalom to think that the ability to bridge one Shabbos to the next Shabbos is broken because you know you're you're a, you're a guy during the six days of the week. There's no such thing. You can't break the you can't break the 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 connection. What he's talking about here is when you're when you're ready to actively have a six days of the week that's 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 actively uh, connected to Torah and mitzvahs is actively able to be connected to Shabbos. 
But for most of us, it's not a seamless, uh, uh, it's, not, it's not seamless. You know, he's talking about the ideal. The ideal, the way to bring Mashiach is that it, Shabbos and the six days of the week are seamless. That's not, that's not, uh, you know, <laughs> that's not a thing. It's, <laughs> for many of us, the hardest day, the hardest time of week is not Friday afternoon rushing into Shabbos. It's, it's right after Havdalah when you turn your smartphone on and you just, you kind of, you numb out and, until, until Friday, until Friday of the next week. So, yeah, but it doesn't, Chas mean that you're, you're not, you're not doing what he's saying. It means that you're, you're, I'm not talking about you specifically, I'm talking about in your question. Um, it means that you, 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 you always have the, the connection between Shabbos to Shabbos. To add on to Khan's question, how can people are less connected or not connected during the week? How can we then connect it more to Shabbos or the opposite, connect the previous Shabbos to the upcoming week? Because sometimes they feel so barren. So, it feels like, so, so opposite. Right. So, how, like, is there anything that can actually be done? That, not just like in the spiritual realm, in a realm which is always happening, but it's something that can be make it more conscious on our minds, or to keep it there to help it influence more. So here's a very practical. Just this is just a very practical thing. On a very practical note, if you say the Shir Shel Yom every day, then you're counting Shabbos. Hayom Yom Rishon the Shabbos, Hayom Shein the Shabbos, Hayom Shlishi the Shabbos. You know, Wednesday, which is hump day, hump day in a holy way means that you're, you're getting ready for the next week. You're getting ready for the next Shabbos. And I, for me, there was, there was a, a period where it was very helpful for me to think of Shabbos. Shabbos starts on Wednesday. The end of the Shir Shal Yom on Shabbos is L'chun Hashem, because Because you're getting ready to sing Kabbalah Shabbos again. So Tuesday night ends, ends the, the, all the hashva of Parshas Chayazara, and Wednesday starts all the hashva for Toldos. So in a certain way, if Shabbos is in the middle of the week, if you can think of it that way, if you can conceptualize it that way, it somehow makes it easier. You start somehow anew on Wednesday morning. But the Shir Shal Yom is definitely a way to, to kind of connect you to Shabbos. You're going to say Tehillim, then maybe maybe it makes sense to choose to say those kapitlach of Tehillim every day. Ayom Yom Shabbos, Ayom Yom Shani Shabbos, Shlishu the Shabbos, Reli the Shabbos. Then then you can you can also open up an art scroll and go through the the Tehillim of those days and see in what way they're actually connected to Shabbos, what they have to do with Shabbos, and learn about that. But there's many other ways. I'm sure everybody can have their own creative ways to um, to tune in to what way we can connect Shabbos to the six days of, of our week in a way that's not forced, but it's natural and is authentic and is meaningful. Um, I think everybody everybody in their own way can can try to do that. Um, you know, I know for myself. Right, if, right before we make Havdalah, we, we take out, we clean out the, like my wife's 
candles, we put the candles in for the next week right away so that it's like, you know, somehow we're just, it was my own Mishigas, like somehow we're connecting. We're going straight to, straight to the next Shabbos, we're ready for the next Shabbos. But there's all different ways. Some people light, some people are, are, are mocked to light candles um, for, for Malava Malka. That's another, that's another big Indian. Also, one of, the, one of the reasons for that is to, is to bring the light of Havdalah, which is the light of Shabbos, to bring that into the six days of the week and to let it go for a few hours. There's all different, all different kinds of things. Um, what, we'll, what, what we'll talk about next week, Amir Hashem, which we'll have to see how this works in terms of Thanksgiving, but I want to I introduce the topic now and leave it as a cliffhanger at the end, which is, which is really the answer to both of your questions, and this is in a certain way the hardest of Aida, is in a, in a life mission way, if we want to know it as a big life mission, not an Eitzah, but a life mission, what does it mean to connect Shabbos to the six days of the week? And how do you not be mechalel, the Kedusha of Shabbos during the six days of the week? What does it mean to not be Michal Shabbos on Tuesday? In what way can Shabbos truly, as a life mission, influence me for the rest of my life? So this, is, this might, might sound odd, but you know that <clears throat> when Hashem created the world, so it says He created the world in, in six days, and on the seventh day he rested. And there's a lot of there's a lot of questions about that. What does it mean he rested? He wasn't tired. I mean, Hashem doesn't get tired. He could he could create the world for a thousand years and not get tired. So what does it mean he rested? It would seem that his resting is a result of the hard work he just put in. For us human beings. If we talk about the Vayanach Bayem the resting of Shabbos, it would seem to be that we are resting from the hard the hardship of the six days of the week, right? What's the what's the the the, the story or the joke? But you know the 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 kid who shows up to kindergarten and he's the Shabbos Abba for the for the kindergarten, and they they give him a cup a cup of grape juice and he they quiet everybody down and they say okay it's time to make Kiddush. And he picks up the cup, the cup, and he says in Yiddish, he says, Oh, it's oh, such a hard week. Because that's what his father said at home all the time. That was his father's, you know, refrain. So is that, is that, I mean, it would seem on a most basic level that the purpose of Shabbos is to rest. It's a time to recharge your batteries, reset the clock. You give yourself a time to relax, you give yourself a time to, to rejuvenate, and you then have the ability to, to uh, re, uh, restart the next week. But how does it work on a godly level? I mean, what is Hashem resting from during the six days of the week? He, he didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, sweat his, his kishkas out. He, he, he just did his thing. Hashem doesn't get tired, we would, we would imagine. So the first thing we have to understand is 
does not mean that Hashem rested on the six days of the week. From the six days of the week, that's not what it means. In Panemius, in the depth, what it means is that six days of the week, Hashem created aspects of creation. And on the seventh day of the week, Hashem created Menucha. It's an active Menucha. It's not passive checking out. It's a presence of Menucha. Hashem created the presence of Menucha on Shabbos. By Yonach Bayem Ashvi'i, Hashem created Menucha on Shabbos. The problem is you can't create, you can't create Menucha. We are, uh, seemingly, you can't create Menucha. Menucha is absence of work, seemingly. So Vayanach Bayamashvi, instead of creating Menucha, Hashem's creating of Menucha is Hashem entered Menucha. Hashem entered himself into a state of Menucha. And that Menucha, by doing that with himself, he was able to effectively give us the capacity to enter into a state of Menucha. All the six days of the week, Hashem says, You are a partner in my creation, you are a partner in, in the creation of these things. On, on Sunday, we're going to create or together, whatever that means. On Tuesday, we're going to create this. On Wednesday, we're going to create this. Because <coughs> we're partners with Hashem in creation of the world. We go to work, and every, every moment we're at work, we're producing for whatever job we have. And if we're lucky, we have hobbies, and we could be creative, and we could create and create. But it's all about expressing something outside myself. It's all about doing something for outside myself. That's the, that's the work of the six days of the week. So in the six days of the week, Hashem is creating. Hashem is producing creation. On Shabbos, he turns it all back around and he says, now it's about me. Now, it's, now we're going back to the me. Even though, of course, in the six days of the week, it's about creating myself. But I'm creating myself through doing for the world. By Yonach, by Yemashvi, on Shabbos, Hashem rests. That's how you create Menucha. You can't create Menucha as an external thing. You create Menucha by having Menucha, by having rest and having peace internally. So what I, what I want to really do, Amir Tzashem, next week, is to talk about what Menucha is, what, what it is, how it fits into our life, what's, what is the Avoida of Menucha, because, of course, Ba Shabbos, Ba Menucha, Shabbos comes and brings Menucha. But Menucha, or Menucha Sanefesh, Menucha is a state that we are, we are tested to be in all seven days of the week. Shabbos is the day of Menucha, but to, be, to, to, to bring the Menucha of Shabbos into the six days of the week, that's the life mission of Aida, of what he's talking about here. You want to know how you, how you prevent a destruction of the past Shabbos and how you prevent a destruction of the future Shabbos? It's by learning how to go through the six days of the week, the Menucha, with Menucha Sanefesh. Because the greatest challenge that we have today in our lives is stress. The greatest uh, uh, destruction of our religion is that religion somehow manifests more stress in our lives. 
And the tikkun of all of Yiddishkeit and the tikkun of all of the six days of the week boils down to my capacity to learn how to produce with menucha, how to live in a state of production. I'm sorry, how to produce but live in a state of menucha. And that's that's what I that's what I would like to get into next week. I want to want to talk about and get into in a deeper way what stress is, what menucha is, and how we influence the six days of the week from Shabbos and how we use the six days of the week to prepare for Shabbos. We can talk about it conceptually, obviously, but to how to act that out and how to get that into our lives is, of course, the uh, the biggest Nesayar of all. So thank you very much. I wish everybody a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos.